Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the Emo Music podcast, the Emo Club podcast. We're in the club. We are ending the year in the club. In the community, in the cult, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk to some bands. Sometimes we talk to them again. This is our second interview with Glimmers. With Maggie, and now we have a couple other members of the band on the pod for the first time, Alex and Jeremy. Uh, so pretty pretty rad times. And it's been a little bit since we talked with them, too. So we definitely chatted a lot about different things that were happening with their kind of controversial single that they put out, but also working with We Are The In Crowd's Tay Jardine, too, on it. Yeah, we get into we get we dive into the controversy here on the pod. That's what we do. Yeah, it's a very good conversation. Maggie's a friend, and uh, the whole band is is popping off, so we're glad to have them back and talk to them a bit more and uh, keep them in the club, you know? You know how we do. Uh, before we get into that conversation, though, uh, let's go ahead and, and make sure that you're following us on the social media platforms of your choice, of our choice, at Emo Social Club on Instagram, at X Emo Social Club X on Twitter and TikTok. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at Emo Social Club. There's a video version of our podcast up over there. If you want to watch, if you want to look, if you want to see what we look like when we're talking, when we're chatting, when we're doing the stuff. And also, if you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at, at Born Battery on all of my socials on Instagram, on TikTok, and on Twitter as well. And I'm at Spooky Pants 1 on everything, too. If it's any other spooky pants without a one or spelled out, it's fake. It's not him. I'm going to be real. I did get a couple of them just in case. I was like, really? Yeah. I just, so I'm just holding on them just in case somebody's like, oh, spooky pants too. It's like, no, it's mine now. Brian's secret trait, because it's not even toxic, is that he just hoards all the names and websites <laughs> of anything that he works on or has. As long as it's free and I can just make up an email address for it. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's that. Yes, that's true. Uh, you can also, uh, you know, if you think that we are the best Chicago music podcast in the Chicago world, uh, we are nominated yet again for the Chicago readers best of 2023 for best music podcast. The link is down below in the description here. It's all over our socials. It's everywhere. Uh, so make sure that you are dropping that vote for us because we want that number one spot and we will not give up again <laughs> we didn't give up last time we, we we'll just were number one in third place that's we're all the number we were the number one podcast in third place and this year we want to be the number one podcast in the number one place so make sure you're voting voting ends january 14th this comes out the day after christmas so you know you got enough time like you got plenty you of time so to get much that vote time. In. you're probably off until the new year maybe yeah. hopefully like that's enough that time to vote for us once and then get someone else to vote for us every single day yeah, you have homies, probably. Make them vote. Make them vote. Yeah, uh, we appreciate you. Merry Christmas. Thank you all for, for being with us in 2023, 2024. It's another year. We got a whole other uh, year ahead. And good stuff planned and good stuff thought about <laughs> and good stuff 
We're taking the end of the year. Be real quiet and be real calm and be real chill. So uh, you get what you get. (laughs) It'll be good vibes, everybody. We're going to come back stronger, faster, better. Yeah, we've been training. We've spent this week training. (laughs) Getting better at it. Getting farther. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, anyway, let's go ahead. Let's get into it. This is our interview with glimmers welcome to the emo social club podcast broadcasting to you from emo social club.tv i am brian and i'm lizzie and we're joined by our homies and glimmers back again how are you guys tonight all right now you can do your intro of yourself yeah now we're, now we're good now we're good <laughs> yeah i uh yeah i'm jeremy people call me germs and i beat shit <laughs> let's go I- for everyone watching, this is the second time that he said this yeah. in the past two minutes. So <laughs> Practice we're, we're really perfect. emphasizing that point here. <laughs> I'm out, uh, and I play guitar. I do not beat shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Maggie. I sing. I also play guitar and keyboard from time to time. And I'm the mom of the band. So that is my unofficial role. I... I uh, I, I approve of, of all of the German Alex adventures. <laughs> she tries to, at least. I try. I have to accept it, you know. It's it's part of the gig. <laughs> I really thought you were going to end that with, and I beat shit. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you see, I almost did, but also I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have that manic chaotic energy of the boys but i try <laughs> the the piano is a percussion instrument so technically this is true you're beating them keys hey, <laughs> when i was young like uh when i was like 10 i whenever i was upset at my mom or my dad or something or, or like grounded or whatever i would just play piano like way too loud no. and it was cathartic mm-hmm. and then they so were probably like, sitting here like why let her learn an <laughs> instrument <laughs> exactly so i guess so i guess i beat shit too yeah 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 you do uh also it sounds like you've upgraded from being the 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 jessica day of the band to the mom of the band now because i think the last time that's what you said you were yes i feel like i'm both but i think also the boys like since we've been on the show i feel like they've made me a little bit mellower Mm. even though i am still the mom of the band I've learned through touring and, you know, being stranded in New Mexico and all <laughs> kind of the fun band things that happen. You just kind of just got to roll with it. So <laughs> I don't know how Jessica Day would react to any of that, but I feel like they mellowed me out just saying. So have you accepted that anything chaotic is a canon event and you just have to let it happen? <laughs> that, that's the thing. Now, do I like it sometimes? Yeah. Hell no, I'm a planner. I make a spreadsheet for every tour. Like it's it's very hard for me, but I I remember a distinct conversation with Jeremy, and it was during our West Coast tour. Um, before we broke down. It was the one night before we broke down, and I was talking to him and I'm like, Jeremy, I, I just like to have a plan. And he's like, We're gonna figure it out, but sometimes yeah. we gotta figure it out a little at a time. <laughs> And he was right. Yeah. Very little at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I like that. That sounds like, I mean, 
I it was funny because you were saying like uh, uh, when, when you guys were, were having technical issues, Jeremy and I were talking and, and you said we're coworkers, and it was very concerning to me because I just got fired from like my day job. <laughs> So I was like very glad. It's like, oh, I'm, th- I'm so glad you don't work for the company that I no longer work for. But you we uh, we do emo nights together. So, yes, we are coworkers in that regard. Uh, but I was thinking, like, you know what? Like, I'm going to have to take this, you know, a little bit at a time, day by day. Like I was I'm, I was trying to plan for like, what if I get fired? What happens to me if that if that occurs? And here we are. And I'm figuring it out a little bit at a time. So I, I appreciate that. Okay. And you know, I've I've been let go. There was one job I had that was a writing gig, and they laid like everyone off, mm-hmm. like sixty writers off. It I love crazy. being in media and a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you get it, Lizzie. It's like it's so hard. And so I just remember getting that phone call, and I had a girls' trip scheduled for two weeks later, and I'm like, I'm still going on that trip. Like I'll I'll figure it out. It'll be fun. <laughs> so. Take your time. Self-care is important. Yes. It is. That's why I'm, we're doing interviews. Yeah, <laughs> I'm we're like, doing let's interviews. Talk to people. <laughs> uh, also, you should, we, it's been a while since we've had you all on, and now we obviously have some extra people on the pod. So uh, maybe maybe you should tell us a little bit about Glimmers. What has Glimmers been up to? That's very hard to say, apparently. Uh, <laughs> what has Glimmers boosters. been up to uh, since you were last on? Man, so... I feel like the last time we were on was when we put Worlds Apart out with Not Good at Goodbyes. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's it's been a minute. So kind of since then, we put out a live EP, which was exciting. Uh, we got to film our whole live set at the Masquerade, which is a venue here in Atlanta, um, and gave the proceeds to the venue because it was during the pandemic. And they're an independent venue, so we wanted to kind of dedicate that to them. Uh, and then we put out a, another EP called Human Furnaces back in April of this year. Um, so we've been super busy. And then I think we went on like seven runs. Like we went Something on like that. It was a lot. Yeah. Like we went on seven tours since starting touring in 2021. So we've done a lot. I feel like since we talked, um, but yeah, it's, it's been really cool. Um, I mean, my favorite part is playing shows and having the chance to tour. And, you know, at the time when we spoke last, like touring was still a very in the air scenario for us. So it's, it makes me happy to see like the things that have changed and, you know, that we're continuing to grow. So yeah, it feels good. And I'm assuming all of those tours were on spread spreadsheets and will forever be on those spreadsheets <laughs> to keep it all together. A hundred percent. All I'm going to say is, Jeremy and I, I haven't seen those spreadsheets, Jeremy. <laughs> I've no, seen them either. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Man, Listen, man. I'm, I'm not a non-spreadsheet girly and Brian's a spreadsheet person. Guy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I can't be girly in anything yeah, else. I, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. Bur- burly i don't know yeah see that's i was like oh, i was like that's not gonna sound right <laughs> no. i get it hey you you need both to work for sure um but yeah it's, it's been good we also recorded and yep. um i feel like we've all yeah we've all done a lot kind of you know moving through the pandemic and trying to figure out like what it means to be in a band post-covid and with tiktok and kind of everything that's changed there so 
Yeah, it feels good. And then now, too, you guys recently came out with your song, Jaded. And you also did an acoustic version of that with Tay Jardine of We Are The In Crowd, who also is like, hey, guess what? We're going to all come back together for the one show at Wolverine we Young Fest. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. You could argue that we brought them back together. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> well, I'll argue it. We, we, can, we can start that rumor right now. Yeah. We don't know. They haven't said anything. Like, we could just say it. I'm not saying journalistically is great, but we could just speculate. Well, what's funny is, like, I've been a We Are The In Crowd fan for a long time. And, Jeremy, I know that you like some of her solo stuff in oh, sync. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That album is so underrated. With another band <laughs> in the UK, and there was, like, another mutual friend there. So I feel like the stars aligned on it. Yeah, it was a very, I don't know, like, you, you go, like, a while, like, you know, listening to a band for so long and then they like, you know, kind of dissipate. And then within like the last six months, like it has been nothing but that band, which is absolutely crazy. But yeah, like Maggie said, the stars just align. Uh, and yeah, a beautiful thing was created. So yeah. And she's so sweet. Um, like she listened to the song and she was super passionate about it. Like from when I sent it to her and she was totally on board the whole time. And, you know, for us, like the song, what, what we really hope to do with it is for it to be an empowering piece to hopefully inspire other female artists and non-male artists to reclaim their voice and their power and to tell their story without feeling like they're a carbon copy of someone else. And, you know, Tay and I had a lot of conversations about the song and what it also meant to her because she went through that and in ways that she's told me to continue to go through that. So it meant a lot to me that she wanted to be a part of it. And just to have a girl duet, I feel like there, there aren't a lot of those. So having girl. the opportunity to get to sing with her and, and also be inspired by her for so long was really cool. So what did you say to get them back together? Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> listen, it's funny because we we know Rob Keith, the drummer. Mm. He's also the father of Doug the Pug, which is like a crazy. Oh my god! Wait, dead ass. Oh my god! Yes, one hundred percent dead ass. Huh? <laughs> Literally. That's we we were invited. World. I hope the pug's uh, gonna be to at like the show. Studio and hang out uh, for a day in Nashville over the summer, and we literally saw Doug in like his everyday life, like casual you know D sunday doug has a bigger closet than maggie and i put together what <laughs> as he should i'll just throw that out there he has more clothes than all of us it's awesome <laughs> and he, he deserves them all he deserves yeah he, he deserved it for sure everything <laughs> the sweetest dog wow mushy yeah. little face I, I felt like meeting him and rubbing his belly that like we needed to pay like an admission fee. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, I feel like I needed a ticket, <laughs> like five dollars. Yeah, what for would a you What would you rate the belly? Ooh, it was a pretty good belly. What do you think? That's what you rate it pretty good. I think it was an excellent belly. <laughs> uh, it was a belly that you see and you're like, that belly needs to get got. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh -huh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! But but yeah, it, that was crazy. So from that standpoint, I'm like, oh my god! Like 
we're meeting the drummer of one of my favorite bands and also like one of the most famous dogs ever. So that was a cool day. <laughs> um, but Rob, he does a lot of mixing and editing work for bands in Nashville and he does co-writes and he was telling us that he was working with Tay on some new music. And so, you know, he, he showed us some and kind of talked about the process and everything. And Rob is actually the person that connected Tay and so then I was able to share the song with her and everything. So yeah, it it feels really good. It yeah, he's he's the best and you know, he was so kind to kind of bridge that gap. Um but yeah, I'm excited. We we're going to one we were young. So oh, I'll yeah. be I'll be there screaming to to both sides of the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say, uh, you know, uh off the top, let's just get into women empowerment because obviously, when they first announced that lineup, there were not a, a, a ton of women on that bill at all. No. And then they were like, "No, just wait, we're gonna we we found some women." And we then they're like, "Unannounced overnight," and I'm yeah. like, "Hey, look at." Oh my God, we found women, guys! Look at what all these names of women. Too, is that when we were <laughs> when we were at when we were Young Fest, we interviewed Cassidy Pope of a Monday, and she wasn't on the lineup, and we were like oh, would you ever just, like, try to play the fest? She's like, yeah, but nobody's ever asked me. I would love to do it. And I'm like, well, she's just here. And then I didn't see her name on there. And I'm like, I Damn, really I couldn't feel. Get Cassidy. Couldn't find her. Yeah. This was a big this opportunity. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, know. hey, guess what? <laughs> hey, Monday's coming back. <laughs> Literally. And it made no sense to me. Like, I remember seeing the lineup and being stoked, but then also being like, huh, there's a lot of people missing here. And mm -hmm. I think that Seen Queen was the first person, at least on like a bigger scale, that kind of called it out on Twitter and was mm -hmm. like, yo, awesome lineup. But what about these like 20 bands that would also be amazing and have, you know, women or non-male artists a part of it? And literally 24 hours later, it was just a Monday against the current. We are the in crowd, like everybody. So <laughs> it's it's interesting because talking to Kay about it um, and, and also Cassie about it, they were both like, yo, we're just happy to be asked, but hopefully this goes from being an afterthought to something that actually happens in the original plan. Agreed. Well, something yeah. that popped up, and which is I talked about for a long time, working in different music industry, like music scenes, is when we talk with Bex X, I had asked, like, what made you go from Candy Hearts? Because I loved Candy Hearts when I was in Me high school. Too. To, like, more indie music. Which, you know, sometimes you just say it's a natural progression when you get older, things of like that. And she was like, I just wanted to be treated like a normal person. And that is mm -hmm. almost, like, the the carbon copy response that I have gotten from a lot of, fem like, females and non-men that I worked with in the indie music scene about why you know they're like i love pop punk pop punk and emo and i'm like oh why don't you like do like a, an album or something they're like i don't like the type of men i have to like encounter and the vibes and i'm like this is like overall i think that's what happens and i think when people also are like why aren't there more women on these lineups it's because either they're moving out of that space or they don't feel comfortable or safe enough in that space that they're going right. to go in a completely different genre entirely. Even if it is like really closely adjacent, they don't want to align themselves and also put themselves up for like, you know, the criticism. Like, I mean, scene queen gets bullshit <laughs> when she breathes. Yeah. Like at this point, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, it also is clear they don't ask 
women that they are like you said an afterthought and it, it did feel like you, there's so many <laughs> there's so yeah, many women that are so available <laughs> like what the hell man and like yeah. if you're gonna throw money at a fucking chiotos reunion which clearly like right. i don't i don't know anything about any member of chiotos personally at all by any means I don't think they fucking love each other, but it's like you're going to throw right. enough money at them to get them back to play a record, but you're not going to reach out to like, hey, Monday, you're not going to reach out to weird. Like that's that's a very clear choice that you're making of where you want to spend those dollars and how easy it would be. And it's like, For you, sure. yeah, you're making a decision. And, and even, you know, in terms of tour lineups, too, like there are some tour lineups and obviously it's getting better where there are like no people of color you know there there's no like diversity in any sense and it's difficult because there's so many like beautifully talented people in this scene but it's harder to kind of break through that glass ceiling and that comparison of oh you know they just sound like this band whatever you know we'll we'll just kind of throw them in a box and not see them for who they are um yeah and and for me it's like you know i a lot of people say that comparison is the greatest form of flattery and that can be true and and there's a distinction here definitely but it's always it's always the people that are like ah nah like they all sound the same female fronted is a genre whatever um but yeah we we hoped to kind of which i think we did uh strike a conversation with that and be like hey this isn't cool like we do not sound the same we're all unique and have have our own voice uh so that was kind of our intention with that song for sure yeah i think there was a lot i mean ever since you know fairmore came out and everyone's like every single any non-male act like they're like their voice it's just this. And it's like, no, there's so many other things. Or Evanescence. Or, that's like <laughs> yeah. very few and far. When I was, yeah. when I was in, in high school, it was like there were two two lanes. I was like, there are so many lanes, guys. <laughs> Literally. It's, it's, it's funny because something else that Kay and I talked about, like when, when we were working on the song together, she had the opportunity to meet Haley Williams at a festival they were performing at. And she actually asked Haley, she was like, you know, for myself, like my voice and kind of my artistry has always been compared to you. Have you ever had that experience? Because you've become kind of the standard of alternative music and pop punk. And apparently for Haley, it was Gwen Stefani. Mm, yeah. Really? And okay. the thing is, they sound nothing yep. alike. Right. You put guitars and drums yeah. behind it, and it just all blends together for some people, I guess. But you're not going right. to tell me that, like, and the song about bananas. This is Haley Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think she could do a great rendition, but it would absolutely not sound the same at all. <laughs> it's so funny to me. I'm like, man, if if Haley Williams also goes through this, then like, we need to accept that this is a thing, and and try and solve the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. You're not going to tell me anything about it that was important and can, you know, help maybe get that point across to people that maybe didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be, I'll be controversial and say, you can't tell me that like state champs, neck deep story so far, all don't sound exactly the same too. 
and <laughs> I'm like that. I mean, what? Who is this? You, you never, you never hear it with those. <laughs> no, you know. <laughs> I'm like, but guys. Well, so here's the thing: when you do say, I can't tell which male band this is, people lose their minds, and I'm like, listen, I listen to so many, so many of these songs every day. And then the first five seconds, you don't have like a, that distinct tone to your voice or something that's different. I'm out because you sound like every other band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's funny. But yeah, I, I think what Alex said of like talking about it is important because yeah. it's I mean, for me personally, it's always felt up until now, like a little taboo, like you know, pe- people will, will come up to us and be like, oh, my God, you sound exactly like Paramore. And I'd be like. I love Paramore so much. Of course, they've been an influence to me and to us as a band. Like, they're amazing. And and this song is not discrediting that. But it's also like, would you want to be compared to somebody like all the time? Instead like every, of, t- every time. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so for for me, up until this point of, of us writing this song and like the guys were so supportive when I wrote the lyrics to the song and together we kind of crafted the instrumental, you know, they were like, this is something that needs to be said. And however you want to speak this truth is important, but like, this is pretty cool that, that we're going to bring awareness to a topic that, you know, as I've talked to with a lot of my friends, like it's, it's kind of taboo. It's kind of like, Oh, I don't know if I should say this. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to put anyone off, but at the same time, it's like, we got to make progress. <laughs> yeah. After like seeing you live too, like when you guys came through Chicago, it's like, yeah. no, there's no, it's just, it just isn't there. I, I don't hear it for me. Uh, I felt like you're more theatrical and there's a lot more, like, obviously with having keyboard in it and having like your, your voice in it, I think I'm like, yeah, it's more like, something corporate jack's mannequin than than anything like yeah. paramore like i'd, I'd go that more Hell route yeah. with it love that yeah <laughs> and that's okay too it's like yeah you guys sound like something corporate it's like awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally absolutely. those are some dope references yeah <laughs> yes. because you get music you understand <laughs> i listen to a lot of bands and yeah it's part part of doing a podcast and part of being a musician you're like yeah i listen to a lot of music and not just the band on the radio or the right. band on mtv <laughs> at the time yeah 100%. mtv used to have music videos on it i'm sorry okay, i just want to make sure calm down just want to make sure the <laughs> context was there i remember <laughs> hey everyone it's another year that the emo social club is nominated for best music podcast by the chicago reader And we would love it if starting on Wednesday, December 13th, you go over to their site and vote for us. We have had like a really eventful year, especially the last few months, and it would mean the world to us if you could tell people that you think that we are the best podcast. To vote, you can go to chicagoreader.com slash best of Chicago and just scroll through there and look for music and nightlife and find us under best music podcast. Voting starts on December 13th at noon central time and runs till midnight on January 14th. Thank you again so much to everybody who listens to us and who supported us over the last few years of us getting up and running and getting our shit together. We have so much more planned for 2024 and we would love if we could be number one. Listen, I had Fuse, but it was mainly Butt Rock, but that's a completely different thing. Ah!
Yeah, yeah. I I would watch the VH1 Top 20 Video Countdown mm-hmm. every Sunday morning, and I loved it so much. And usually it was more pop videos, yeah. but I just remember watching like Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. Oh yeah, like yes on TV and being like, oh my god, it needs to get number one and voting. <laughs> so good. You want to know a secret? And like a lot of those cast production especially for radio too they already pre-pick those at least like a week and a half in advance and pre-record everything and upload it like three days before it goes live lizzie you made me sad i'm so sorry because i had to work on it (laughs) they would like run the road so i'd be able to call or like you know sweet at it and i'm like i know because i already inputted all this all the songs in here Saying my vote didn't matter. I mean, if you yeah. voted really early, kind of. It's just it's delayed. Like, like <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Sad. So if you just so see sad. it right when it happens, just like immediately do it. Don't wait yeah. on it. Yeah. Good to know. Man, my childhood was a lie. Yeah. <laughs> What's like a, a music video? that you remember like discovering an artist or discovering a video or something like that, like either on MTV or VH1 or something like that. Like I remember watching like in the middle of the night and like, you know, they just play music videos all night. And I, as a, as a teenager during the summer break, you know, I'm like, I can stay up all night and I just sit at home, like watching music videos and like playing, uh, (laughs) playing video games and shit. Um, But I remember seeing like one that really stands out to me was Eve's blow your mind because it had Gwen Stefani in that, that music fit in that Damn. song and i don't know oh, why they played it yes. all the time and i was like wait a minute this a song kind of bangs like gwen yeah, being like this rock vocalist and being like in the, like the the vocalist in this hip-hop song i'm like i like this quite a bit oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah dude that, that fucks yeah so it's funny uh a funny story that uh so they uh they usually let me open up emo nights right mm-hmm. and i always do like r&b and that is my go-to song. Mm-hmm. Like, drop your glasses, shake your ass. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. <laughs> it's like that. Like those are the first lyrics coming out. You know, like it's a banger song. It hits. Also, this is a so, side yeah. note. While everyone, while everyone thinks of their answer, did you know she married a billionaire and has just like taken, uh, like she just like said, nah, never mind. Like I'm just gonna have a ton of money and never release music again because I just like am happy in my life right now. And I was like, I don't know how I, I feel no about idea. that. Good for you. Get your bag. But also, like, you can make music. Like, girl, let's Blake Shelton. Calm down. <laughs> I know. Look, I, <laughs> I, I'm very happy for both of them, whatever. I don't know much about Blake Shelton, but. Oh, sorry. I, did I say like, Gwen? I meant Eve. Oh. Eve married a. Eve married oh, like, a billionaire. I don't think Blake Shelton's a billionaire. No, no, no. He Eve is a country married a billionaire. Well, like, millionaire, probably. I, I, I might have messed that up. But Eve married a billionaire. And Ooh. that's why she hasn't released it. I, he's like a, you know, one of those guys like, oh, I just have a billion dollars and I'm quiet about it. Oh, it's great. Keep doing that. Bougie. Maybe give your money to more people. But anyway, she just stopped making music because yeah. she married a billionaire and she's like, I'm out of the game now. But she like came out recently with something and uh, I was like, where have you been? She's like, oh, <laughs> just, just living a life yeah. of luxury. <laughs> that's wild. I, I just. Uh... Go ahead, Nick. No, you go. All right. I uh speaking of you, I did see there was a, a rebuttal. I did I didn't know she married a, a billionaire, but somebody was tweeting about her the other day about like I guess like her lifestyle now. 
and the meme was you still have uh bear paws tattooed on yes. your titties or something like yes. that yes she does <laughs> so crazy. never forget where you came from yeah. i mean you could change right. it but because someone right. might have changed that if you wanted well, to well you <laughs> she has a million dollars yeah that's crazy <laughs> but you're right you get more paws you don't more have paws more paws no one paw per billion Two <laughs> okay sorry that was a that was a tangent that i just like was like what wait this blew my mind that's the eve song um but yeah oh, what, what what music videos like do you remember like watching on on those channels as a kid jeremy you go i think so there's a couple that stood out um the the first one that came to my mind was i don't remember if it's mtv or um but uh versa emerge oh my uh, god crow yes yeah i think it was crow crow was the was the name of the song but that was the first time i heard of versa emerge and i just remember like they played that all the time and i was like yo this band is fucking tight Mm -hmm. you know um but uh i guess after that uh panic at the disco nine in the afternoon that was a pretty pretty cool one um gonna say that one i remember that one very well yeah yeah boy i mean for me like i grew up on lady gaga Mm -hmm. like all of it and i would re-watch those videos over and over and over because i feel like there's no one like her still to this day but she had such a way of melding like the pop music with more of the performance art element and having everything be so theatrical and like just totally out of the ordinary um so yeah like sad romance uh just dance like anything from the fame or the fame monster i just remember watching every sunday and being so stoked mm-hmm. um but yeah that and the jonas brothers yeah i'm basic but I love them. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I actually, worry. I have, I have, I have a, another one that actually uh, impacted my life pretty heavily as a child. Um, uh, Paul Wall grills. Yeah. Um, I, uh, used to get aluminum foil and wrap it on my teeth. <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, that was pretty. You impactful. know what? I, when I was in, uh, Hollywood a couple weeks ago um, I got out of my Uber and there was a place that would do like grills or jewelry bling on your teeth like you just walk in and do it I think you should go there to fulfill yeah, I think it's time. your destiny I think you yeah know- maybe maybe <laughs> I so want a picture of that I'm gonna call Lonnie and be like yo give me a picture of Derm's grill yeah, you- <laughs> oh, is there a photo I'm sure I'm sure <laughs> you can my parents are actually going reality, through the so. old photos right now yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> please That's i need sick. it i'll be the next I'll make it happen promo photo just everybody in grills <laughs> there'd be glimmers across your teeth oh god oh wait god. that could be really oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that'd be so Ooh. hard that'd be so fucking hard <laughs> <laughs> write it down write it down uh, put it in a spreadsheet <laughs> Alex, did you have one, or uh, I don't know if you were agreeing with nine in the afternoon, um, but if you have another one, man, I like like growing up, 
I like listen to rap mm-hmm. and I also listen to butt rock. Hell yeah. Love like, it. Huge into butt rock. Like uh like one music video I remember like so well was the music video for Top Suey. Yep. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Because like I started out playing drums and I was like you know, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I just remember watching it over and over trying to learn that, which I could not because I was a young boy. In my <laughs> I was young. Yo, question. Did you yes. think Serge and the drummer were the same guy when you saw that for the first time? No. I did. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot convince me that is not the same person in that video. It, it's it was not. fading into uh, one another? At that I know it's not. Video? Yeah. Well, I just and convinced- then look at that. It was just. So it just it it blew it, I don't know it was it was wild I was like there's no fucking way this is the same fucking no they look super similar uh, for sure yeah but, yeah I thought that was like one of the coolest songs I'd ever heard like that song like blew my mind like, that song helped me like get into rock music heavily for sure loved it I listened to a lot of Creed back in the day too that got me into rock music oh and... yeah oh dude fuck yeah just that. Totally kick ass. Well, and dude, he's going on tour. Kind of stepping his chin. Yeah. His chin. Yeah. His chin rock. Here. <laughs> he's holding on. All I know is that when I was an undergrad, one of the uh, girls that I used to work with at our college radio station, she interviewed Scott Stapp, but then she never nope. posted the interview. No, post it. What? Yeah, post why? it. I don't know Please why. Please tell she me they still did. have it. Yeah, I don't know. Footage. I don't talk to her anymore. There's other reasons you why. You got to start. No, you got to start. You got to figure that out. This is a time. This is a There's time tea to. There, but that's yeah, I understand. Tea. I understand. Sip it, sip it. Blow on it to cool it off. Let it go. Just pour the tea out. Yeah. Listen, American I just Revolution think, I just style. Think just get really rid of that funny tea. That all our in, her, all of our social handles say her name on air when she works in like management or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like construction manager or some <laughs> shit. It's so crazy. But she never posted it. But she didn't know how to interview. This was like when he was like coming out of like a when lot of like mental health stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> a after. lot of stuff. But she didn't know how to like handle that interview, so I think it just sounds really bad. But I want to know how bad it sounds, and yep. I want to know how it sounds. That makes it to me way better, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to watch an interview Scott Stapp and it be good. Yeah, <laughs> I only want unhinged <laughs> Scott Stapp content. Was so was this like before? This is like 2016. Oh, so it was after that Marlon song he did. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it's just incredible. That incredible uh, <laughs> song. Uh, Scott Stapp has had an illustrious uh, career. <laughs> yes, he has. I am. I'm trying very hard to get Lizzie to unironically enjoy Creed now because it doesn't need any irony anymore. Like, there's no reason no. to be ironic about liking Creed. We've all we all had like a little taste of it with Nickelback where we said Nickelback actually isn't bad. They didn't do Nickelback. anything wrong. They just, they just are making the music and you can like it and it's fine. You don't have to hate yeah. on this. And then they said, all right, Creed's coming back. And everyone had to get, it was a real test of, of faith, real test of that crisis. Like, wait, do I, am I, do I agree with my sentiment about Nickelback? And can I get yeah. it? Can you take me higher? Pay higher. Now. Yeah. there's an old job that i used to work at and i bought a creed dvd the last one they ever made played on our tv all the time and throughout the whole performance 
his shirt's on. <laughs> his shirt's off. He's back on. Oh. His shirt's off again. Yes. Like, he got like, chilly. Like five or six times through this performance. It's just on and off. I love that. That's incredible. Yeah. You can't question it, you know? No. He's like, I'm taking you higher. Shirt's off. Wait, nope, coming back down. Hold on. Back down the road. We're going higher. Then he plays What If, and then yes. that goes on and off. It does. <laughs> in the same song. <laughs> it's like, I want that moment of when I take my shirt off and the whole crowd goes crazy, but I want that like eight times during our set because if I only do it once, I'm wasting it. Right. It's <laughs> like throughout the DVD, the crowd doesn't yell as loud. Like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Like, they like, okay. are, like you hear just like one guy Whoa! Yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah. it's pretty awesome it's like it's like uh so it's like creed's watch the throne moment when they just play the same song eight times during the set but instead of the song it's just, it's just scott stab taking his shirt off <laughs> i mean I'll, 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 I'll take 20 yeah yeah i want to i'm gonna go to a later show because i know there'll be more shirts on shirts off situations the later on in the tour i get so what so. when can we uh expect a glimmer's creed cover <laughs> oh of my it, God. any of it that would be so funny so the thing is i know jeremy would be down oh I you're gonna throw me under the I'm bus gonna, oh into the bus here so Into if we the do not do a Creed cover, I'm putting this on air. If we don't do one, it's because uh, she didn't want to. Uh, Just know that Jeremy and I would love to be a part of the Creed community. True, mm-hmm. hey. but Maggie Listen, is not about it. The Creed really. Look, Thanks, Maggie. All I'm saying, give me a mic. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Give goodness. me a fucking mic. I'll do it. Are you saying that, Jeremy? Are you? I'd say, I, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. We'll fucking that's, make that's, that happen. He looks so for real right I, now. He's gonna roll I'm, up in the Glimmers Girls singing higher. Yeah. Look. I, yeah. <laughs> look. Jeremy, you're gonna make us go through with it and pay for promotion. Yeah. Look. Singing. <laughs> not good at. All right. Real. Doing Scott Stapp voice. You know, maybe. <laughs> Incredible. Man, look. Maybe. Maybe. You know. <laughs> I do think a boys of glimmers like y'all don't need me for this like y'all have your moment of of taking each other higher like <laughs> if y'all did a if y'all did a boys of glimmers cover and just cut me oh. out of it and <laughs> your own thing i am so cool with that so you're saying your arms are wide open my yeah. arms are wide open. no maggie's okay. saying she's gonna take a step back and that is my sacrifice that's what she's saying <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I feel like this is a Boys of Glimmers Creek EP cover compilation. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. That Got a little crazy. So funny. Like, listen, like, he and Jeremy have a, a very big romance. And, no. Yes. And the way, the way that they will, like, it's okay. In the class, it's okay to like, love your homies. It's yeah. okay. Oh, uh-huh. oh, yeah. And they sing yeah. Celine Dion to each other just Hell so yeah. passionately. So I I am all for a Boys of Glimmers project. We could change the lyrics, Jeremy. Like, uh, what would you, what would you want to change? You know, I say keep, keep wide open, right? Keep that lyric just change. There you go. I like it. I'm, I'm loving that. Yeah. Sign still delivered. I'm yours. 
can you play piano on it though, Maggie? Like, like, could you at least like do add some like keys into it and give it like that, yeah. you know, sort of like yeah. melodramatic I, creed over the top 100%. sound? I just, I don't, I don't want to, you know, be a part of something that I'm not needed for. I, I feel like this is like a, <laughs> a boys club thing. So. I, I, you know, I disagree. Uh, I think that the song would be wonderful. I just think we need more women in butt rock. We need more women in butt rock. In a bad way. We need more women in Creed. We need. (laughs) Just imagine Maggie singing this. My ass is wide all bomb. (laughs) Please no. Please no. Please no. Welcome to this place. You cannot tell me right now. Do you not want to hear that? I want to hear as many Creed Creed cover compilations as possible. The triple C of it all. I want to hear so many bands in the in like the pop punk and emo scene just being like, nope, we're doing Creed. It just it just punk goes butt rock. Punk goes yeah, Creed. Punk goes Creed. Let's punk get a compilation Creed. album going on. Yeah. Listen, you probably chop it around. I feel like smart punk yeah. would maybe jump oh, on. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I'll send him a DM yep. after this. Hey, we just have this <laughs> revolutionary idea. How do we make this? Investor, <laughs> creep punk. Yeah, yeah. creep punk. <laughs> There's gonna be a band that like tries to like take it like into a pop punk realm, and it's like no. It's like no, no we didn't just ask keep for it. That. Keep just... it real. Keep it like the original. Don't try to Guess don't try to get Yes. Until they hit like what if, or they hit bullets, or they hit one of the heavier songs. There are some heavy. There are some heavy creeds. I would want to hear though, oh, like more land. of like I would want a little bit more diversity. I would want different butt rocks in there. So like different <laughs> like top butt rock songs. And I want to see what they would do with some of them. Like I feel like it could be really yeah. silly. Like we I want to somebody have does either. I want to know. I want to just wants to hear either. Yeah. We need Seether. Yeah. I'm we need saying. Seether. We need fucking crossfade. Yes, Buck we do. Cherry's crazy oh, bitch. Yeah. 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 That fight. I say this to them often, but that fucking the singer of Crossfade, if you go to his fucking Twitter, he still posts shit that says, I'm never meant to be so hashtag old. Yes. <laughs> He's still in his bio too. Today. Yes. He's so He's dedicated to the bit. <laughs> so good. We had our friends that that song is like taken on new meaning for me since we have uh, our friends here in Chicago in rematch and we asked them to fill in for us at one of the emo nights and uh, uh, Mike, their guitarist was just like, Hey, uh, yeah, so I'm almost done. Um, I'm just going to play crossfade by cold on repeat until they shut us down. And the sound guy comes over and he's like, yeah, you got five minutes left. He's like, cool. I'm just going to put this on repeat. So whenever we're good. And he's like, this song, he's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And the best thing about it is that by the third time you hear that song start and it's looking back at me and you're like, okay, (laughs) this song is the perfect song to hear on repeat because it gets funnier every time that song starts. And I'm like, I unironically love this song for many different reasons now. It's so good. (laughs) It's hilarious. Beautiful. Uh, All of our inner. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying all of our inner butt rock. Yeah. Everyone's got it no matter what. I mean, it's coming back. Oh, yeah. So I don't know why anyone's <laughs> denying the comeback. Everyone's loving it. Right. 
Who are some other uh, local bands, uh, uh, bands in the scene, bands on the Twitters, bands on, you know, the bands that are up and coming who you'd want to hear on a compilation of butt rock songs doing a cover? Oh, <laughs> oh, what a good question. Um, so I feel like our friends in young culture would be mm-hmm. like happy butt rock. Like mm-hmm. it would be yes. like sweet bean butt rock. <laughs> Can you see Alex of Young Culture like singing he like would a have the goofiest smile on his face? Yeah, he would. Loving life. <laughs> like, I I love that so much. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I, it's hard to say who who like. There's so many good choices. I think uh, Lowborn. I think would make a really awesome butt rock version. I think they would make a really unique version. Uh, Good boy. Like a like an indie pop indie butt pop rock. Butt, butt rock. Yeah. <laughs> Three days grace goes pop. indie pop. Oh no. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. And what I guess um I feel bad. Uh Dim Dim just changed their name, but I believe Matt could literally make Oh my god, any yeah. butt rock song. <laughs> Amazing. Voice. Such a wonderful voice. Yeah, they're they're now called Future Self, but they're local to yeah. Atlanta. Uh, and Matt has a killer voice. Awesome. Like he's insane. So- yeah. Oh yeah. I was I, thinking pulses would crush it. I think pulses would fuck it up. Yeah. I think so. They do sure. incredible. Uh, or I mean, it it would be like a soul funk vibe, but like nightlife. Nightlife, would, yeah. Nightlife, nightlife would do it in a heartbeat too. They, they would fucking do it. They're <laughs> like, let's go. You're playing like this, like '90s, like. Full R and B with eight strings. Did you hear yep. that they're opening for issues? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And, and, yeah, and it's yeah, our here. shows. At our shows, so we'll yeah. be there. Yeah. I, I saw it and I was like, Brian. So so genuine, so awesome. Yeah. I know. So I I was able to include them in um a write up today for Adobe, and then they were like, "Hi," and then they sent me their new song early, and I was like, "Yo, is this in sync right now?" <laughs> it's <laughs> an incredible songwriter. Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> And we would turn that into evil and do new <laughs> butt rock covers. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I Nickelback, but with like a better bass vibe. There, okay, there <laughs> is a there is a disco Nickelback song. What? I don't know if everyone knows this, but they put out a record where they were trying some different vibes and different sound. And there is a song that Nickelback How goes disco on. It's not very recent. It's not super recent, but. What? There was a time when they decided where it's it's on the album No Fixed Address. The song is She Keeps Me Up. So it's like <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious, Chad. Yeah. Um, but he uh yeah, it's it's very disco. It has like a like a funk beat to it, and it's like, you don't need to do that. <laughs> After all this, like, we don't need to hate Nickelback for any reason. We were just making this up, we were just shitty about this, and then you're like, oh, but that don't. That don't do that. <laughs> this is They're so playing. funny. I'm listening to it right now. This is wild. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I'm listening to it the second we get off. Yeah. Oh my god. It is like madness. It. Interesting. So so nightlife could literally just cover yeah. that song and it'd be like at least closer in they genre. They would probably end up being like, "Wow, I love this nightlife song." And everyone's gonna be like, "No, no, yeah. no, it's this bit. No, <laughs> it's nightlife. It's nightlife now. Yeah. They own it." <laughs> That's awesome. That's their smooth criminal moment where like the band pops off because they did a cover and like, wait a minute. Right. (laughs) This is a nightlife song. Now who would cover the cover of Careless Whisper, but by Seether covered by George Michael? 
<laughs> I play that now every I want time broken. I end my, the, my set downstairs. Give me broken. Give me broken. Do the broken cover, yeah. That's what that's what you should do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do broken. do broken by Caesar featuring Amy Lee. Yeah. That's my friend's karaoke song. Here? Like it, it, it's a good song. It He's is coming a good back. song. Yeah. Hell yeah. Maggie, how do we get you in love with Butt Rock by the end of this podcast? Yeah, you know, <laughs> make, make a PowerPoint. <laughs> Build a spreadsheet listen, around it. I'm, I'm with them. Like, I don't think Nickelback is like the worst band in the world. I really don't. Like, they're fine. <laughs> that's, Very convincing. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very convincing. Now, here's the not thing. You can't, now you can't come back around and say, I love Imagine Dragons after saying that. <laughs> That's like, look, I I came from like listening to Bon Jovi as a kid. Mm. I fucking love Bon Jovi, and a lot of people will like you know talk shit about like the hair. They're not hair metal, but like the '80s rock bands of that time, right? In the same way that they do about butt rock bands, and like I love that shit. So, to each their own. But I don't know. Would, would you consider Bon Jovi kind of, like slightly butt rocky? No, no. Right. Uh, very like hair metal, eighties metal, like you said. Yeah, that's dad rock. But rock and is divorced into, yeah. dad rock. But rock is divorced Hell dad yeah. rock. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the separation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see. Divorced I, mom rock. Right. Still trying to figure it out because I know mom rock right now is Maroon Five, but like early Maroon Five. Yeah, no. I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love old Maroon. But five. old, yeah. yeah, old Maroon Five. So good. Two albums. Yeah, so good. Quality. Yeah. Also, top, ten, top tier. If y'all haven't heard the the acoustic EP, the live EP that they did, it's uh, a, a fucking banger. Yeah, not a lot of people know about it, but it's great. Only their true fans. Yeah, oh. I do. Know. They call us the Maroon Six. Yeah, I'm, I'm part of that mom rock. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm on the Facebook group. Not the Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> if you're fake mommy, Leah, and you're posting like, can you believe the line at the dollar yeah. store today? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we talked about that that on next door. Oh no! <laughs> yes, the neighborhood social. Media. I joined the next door that's here in the in oh, our neighborhood, and it's so bad because there'll just be no. people, what? and I'm like, "What is going on no, here?" I made a mistake. It is. It is a clusterfuck. The best thing to do is just be a flat wall and watch people get upset. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to like, cause a rush. I get oh, yeah. like the email notifications and it always starts off with something just like absolutely terrible. And I'm like, what do you do? Like, do you not <laughs> right. do anything else but just this? Yep. Uh I have I have a Facebook page for the neighborhood. And years ago I jokingly posted I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. So I posted a photo of an alligator in this creek, or I was like, I saw an alligator in the creek. Totally like I mean, I don't know why you think it's real. Yeah, we do not have alligators here. And all, like, I went to bed and woke up, and there is just everybody in the neighborhood is like, We're, my kids are not allowed to go outside after five o'clock. No. Do they know that gators could just, like, show up whenever, though? Like, no, they'll just gators, roll up. Gators are very, uh, they're, are, they're on point with curfew. Like, they're in home, and they, they don't go out after curfew. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Street light is on. Yeah. They're home. <laughs> They're out. Dude, but the photo was like super pixelated and it like had a watermark. In it. Well, that was. <laughs> like, I, 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 
obviously a joke. And these people were like upset about the theater. <laughs> Tragically, media literacy is deceased. So I mean, true. <laughs> Why would someone lie true. on the app? You know? Why would you make that up? Because it's hilarious and it makes kids, yeah, <laughs> it makes parents scared for their kids' lives with an alligator in the neighborhood. Because <laughs> it's funny. Because it's hilarious. Because I'm in a silly, yeah. goofy mood. We did it. We I did it again, like two months later, and like, or my friend, I I used to invite all my friends that didn't live in my neighborhood into my neighborhood page, and he posted the, <laughs> he posted a photo of this parrot, like this big ass bird. He was just like. Whose damn bird is this? He's quite the loudmouth. <laughs> <laughs> and like the same shit happened again. Oh my like, god! Was... <laughs> I knew if I posted it again, I'd get busted. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, this guy, this guy. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so good. I'm very much so Lizzie's normally the good one at transitions on questions, and I think you were thinking right now, and I'm gonna think too fast for you. Wow. So I'm gonna try a transition. So how do we tell everybody on the local neighborhood uh apps uh when Glimmers <laughs> is coming to their town? Uh are are there any tours coming up? Are there any visits to, to local cities to play music for Glimmers? It wasn't great, but it worked. You're getting better. You're <laughs> getting better, Rusty. Thank you. Yeah, it did work. hundred percent. Um so we're currently working on tour plans for next year, but we do have two dates in Florida announced already. Uh, we're opening for Red Jumpsuit Apparatus in Orlando and Tampa, um, February 16th and 17th. So if anyone is in a local neighborhood of Orlando or Tampa, you are invited. You know what's um, crazy? <laughs> there were definitely gators down there, so yeah, they can come too. Yeah, yeah, those are the neighborhood yeah, apps sure. that are like, our, no, there definitely our, is a gator. <laughs> gators yeah, coming to We're performing in a swamp. Trek's going to be there. It's the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I know. But but yeah, I, we're, we're super stoked for those shows. And uh, we just did a tour with Mono Whales. Uh, mm-hmm. They're an awesome band from Canada. Um, and we actually went to Chicago, we played Deep Kitchen, um, and we played like New York City and Boston and Philly and just a lot of northern dates. So hoping to get back up there. Oh, yeah. Sorry we missed you on that show, by the way. Yeah, we did a giveaway for that one. I forgot. Yeah. I, I, forgot. We, I think we had some it's other fine. coverage. We knew you weren't going to be there. Wow. No. <laughs> we... I, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest for for not only this episode but also for any other any other episode where somebody listens to us. If I say we're gonna be at the show, there's like a fifty percent chance I forgot I have something on that exact same day. But I'm just it's for content, like for the for the interview. I don't want to be a dick because you'd be like, okay, yeah. so like we're good. That's the end of the interview. Like you're not coming to the show, and it's like, well, I. I, I <laughs> The listener at home is not going to necessarily be like, like I'm checking. He's like 50%. I'll be yeah. 75%. And yeah. then sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, we have something. But then it's like two things. So then we have to split up and decide. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to be the asshole where I listen to y'all's interviews. I'm going to be like, hey, are you actually going? To oh, my God. Yeah. We're gonna oh, my God. You're going to comment on the neighborhood Facebook page and be like, he's not going to the show. Yeah. There's yeah. a page. <laughs> I'm home. The next time we go to a show, I'm going to post a photo and be like, hey, is is Brian there? In the neighborhood app. (laughs) Oh, my. But, yeah, 
Reggie. We appreciate you. Y'all went to the first show we had. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, for two reasons, that was a traumatic show for me. And <laughs> I can tell you why. One, literally, I don't know if y'all saw, but right before we played, my keyboard stand just broke. Oh, my God. Like it fell. I touched it with my hand. Yeah, his ass <laughs> broke it. So, <laughs> so we had to, like, balance it with, like, my piano bench. It was a whole thing. That was like right before we played. And then two, I changed my front tooth on my microphone like during the set. And I was so freaked out that I had a fucking like little bob tooth. Like, and I'm thinking, <laughs> holy shit, we have like a whole week left of the tour. I don't know what to do. And I just remember looking over to Alex, like after we played and being like, is it bad? Like, what is happening? She was so spooked. And I was like, it's crazy. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, was, it was like, it was a little chip, but. Yeah, very, it, very small. You could barely. It you barely freaked me out. So then, like, the whole night, I was like, God, I don't want to look like Doodle Bob in front of my friends. <laughs> Not Doodle Bob. Wait, Maggie, didn't you have a worse one? Like, a couple. <laughs> Yes, Karen. months beforehand. Oh, yes, yes. So, I, I like that story. Baby. I love this story. All right, I'll, I'll tell you, the story. When you bite into something real hard and you know it's not right, yeah, go okay. ahead. So, <laughs> I I have a whole lore of like hip teeth. So it all started. When I was nine and I was playing guitar here, and I I guess was trying to do like star power or whatever brought my guitar up to my face and I tipped off like half of my front teeth. Oh my god. Oh my god, you're really into it. Yeah. And and I looked at my mom and I was like, Mom, I like lost my last baby tooth. And she's like, no, honey, like that's your front tooth. Like that no, not it. Um so And the star power didn't even activate. Uh, can't which is the worst what part. Ass. I can't believe horrible. It. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. So I got it fixed and it's a bond. But what I didn't know is that you have to replace bonds like every 10 years. Mm. Okay. So I didn't know this. So flash forward to like the summer of 21. Yeah. Like the summer of 21, I'm working for School of Rock. Um, and so I taught lessons and I was a band director. And so they had a gig. So I was like the, the chaperone of the gig and was saying, hey, the families and all this stuff. So the gig was over and one of the families brought a box of Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Now one would think donut soft food. Like, yes. Wouldn't, <laughs> Usually. wouldn't start a ruckus. Like, <laughs> no problem. So I'm with a couple of my friends and I take a bite of the donut. And literally, the entire bond of my tooth crumbles. (laughs) Like, crumbles. So I am back to my nine-year-old half-a-tooth self. Did you think it was a baby tooth? No! (laughs) (laughs) You you asked. Oh, my God. I do not know. 
Got him. So it, it was very traumatic. And, it, you know, it was still time when, like, most people were wearing masks. Mm. So I was safe. And I got it fixed, like, the next day. But literally, that's why when we played that show in Chicago, it was like six months after that trauma. And I was like, I'm going to look like a psychopath on the rest of the tour. <laughs> like, this sucks. <laughs> hey, Elise, you were like um, that TikToker, Tanya Manjo. I don't know how you pronounce her last name. And yeah. she was filming a TikTok, and her entire veneer, her front tooth, just like came out. I saw that. And oh. I was like, holy shit. Literally, my nightmare. So traumatic, and I hate it. And it'll freak me out every time. I like Facetimed my mom, like in the green room of Cobra, and I was like, "I need you to tell me if this is bad." And and she's like, "It's not bad. Like it's it's like a teeny tiny piece." And I'm like, "I hate this." (laughs) It sounds like you just got it all. Like yeah. now, yeah. now, hopefully, well, hopefully the karma of doing this, like, doesn't have it happen to you ever again, but I don't know. It's happened tomorrow. a lot, so I don't know. He's got to remember 10 years from now. No! Tomorrow. no. Yeah. Hell yeah, Dunkin' Donuts. Was it a glazed donut? Was it a cake? <laughs> I think it was strawberry ice donut. Hell yeah. <laughs> Baker's dozen tomorrow. Oh! Yeah. Damn. You, like, pull up in the parking lot and, like, Matt, you're looking at your phone and just like look up and you're like, where are we? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> Listen. You see, the, the, these guys see me at my lowest and at my worst and when I cry or when I'm angry. And usually what they do is they just try to make me laugh. So a lot of the time, like they'll be like, Maggie, like you look crazy, but you don't look that crazy. <laughs> that's all you need sometimes yeah like that's what i needed i i just i kept asking them through the night like am i am, do i look good and then you, like, you asked me like 20 i was like you look, you look right i don't even notice it well that's good but it, it's traumatic so w- watch this happen again yeah i'm gonna be like I will say it's appropriate. You were touring with crooked teeth at that point too. Oh I my feel god! Like yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> I like, yes. Unwell. I was unwell. Uh, oh man. <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Not good. I forgot about that. There's so many jokes to be made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah we're at about an hour um i know we're just talking about like shows in 2024 but uh, obviously if there's anything else you want to plug for uh for i don't know it's the end of the year now but like what else, what else is coming up in 2024 where can people find you on the internet where can people follow for for the new music and and i'm sure there's new music coming listen to the other yeah. music that's already available all that good stuff yeah absolutely uh so everyone can go and find us at glimmers band uh, on all platforms, and we're on Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Um, and this new group of songs, and in the new era of Glimmers, Jaded, and the acoustic version of Jaded with Tay Jardine are both out. Uh, we also put out a rock cover of Bad Romance, which yeah. we're super proud of. Yeah. Um, we, we started playing that song as a portion of our live set. And people really got into it. So then we decided to create it and, and drop it on Spotify. So 
those are our newest things right now. And we're gearing up for new music at the start of 2024. Uh, more touring, getting all of that figured out. But yeah, would love if everyone kind of stayed posted. Uh, and then we also have a merch store too. So if you want to snag cute merch, uh, it's on our website, glimmerfame.com. Hell yeah. Awesome. Anyone else want to plug yeah, anything big else? Like, coming. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we got to make a big thing soon post. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. That's coming back around it as is. like a positive thing. Like everyone, I, I, I always felt that way. Like when I was a, when I was, you know, doing bands back in the day, it's like, I'm saying big things coming, but like, I'm so tired of saying this because you know, big things are not coming. Like nothing's coming. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're telling yourself that publicly on Facebook. It's not for anyone right. else. It's for you. But if you don't then therefore provide the big things that are coming, you look like an idiot. Well, now it's like a joke. When you're like if you're no, this in, time, big things are. Well, yes. Now that like, you're like, the big thing is though, is that if you're like a music journalist or you're like us, like podcasters or anything, and you get like early listens to anything and you learn and you listen, you tweet, you're like, oh, I just got this band. And of Holy course you don't shit. name it. You're like, big oh, things coming. big things coming for it. And everyone's like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So good. Yeah. The, the, the funniest thing, cause Lizzie, you, you and I both have written about music for a long time. Like getting those advances and not being able to share it is like so tough, but it's also like, ah, you know, I I know the future. <laughs> These people online don't. <laughs> It'll be like I know this, or like sometimes you know it's rare, but it does happen. You'll get like a dud, and you're like, "Well, hope you have fun with that." Small things arriving. My new things inbound. My new things inbound. Nice. I love that. Uh, well, if you're listening to this episode, make sure that you go check out Glimmers online. Big things are coming. Uh, big year 2024 for Glimmers. Uh, all teeth intact. All th yeah. things beaten. All shit's beaten. Uh, Creed cover? Yeah. Uh, Creed cover coming soon. Uh, Creed compilation, actually. Yeah. Through Smart I, Punk unofficially. You know what? I'm Everybody, take let's hit their DMs after this. I'm gonna be down to one last breath waiting for that to drop. Uh yeah. <laughs> we're gonna clip that part Killing and then we're it. gonna tag Smartpunk and they're gonna be like, I'm done with all of you guys. Like get out of here. <laughs> email email subject line, dear smart punk, big things coming. Uh, but yeah, uh uh thank you so much, Glimmers, for coming back on. This has been an absolute blast yet again. We can't wait to see you uh next time you're in chicago uh so yeah maggie alex jeremy thank you for hanging out with us yeah thanks guys yes thank you so much thank you guys thank you so much thank you for checking out this episode of the emo social club podcast this has been our 2023 if you enjoyed it make sure you go on to your podcasting app of choice and you rate it five stars for 2023 only five stars we yeah. want to start off right and that's yeah. the only way to start off how will you let them know that we're a great podcast if not for the five stars oh wait chicago readers best of 2023 check out the link make sure to vote for us we appreciate you thank you so much for the great year we will see you again in like a week because <laughs> it's, it's a week away it, it, just feel, it feels like it's not a real week but it will be back eventually it's time is real during this time for podcasters who have to still release their best ofs and stuff 
And we're making new. We're creating new stuff, you know? We're going to be, yeah, we're putting the old razzle-dazzle on you. We're razzling your dazzle. She razzes on my dazzle till I, He's the first thing till I give him the old. <laughs> your swag too strong. Keep it in. Your swag too strong. Your swag too different. Your bitch too bad. You smoke too tough. They'll kill you. They'll kill you, emo social club. Anyway, thank you for checking us out. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with another one. We love you. We appreciate you. And from all of us here at the Emo Social Club, I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. Happy fucking Merry Christmas. Have a new year. <laughs> smoke too tough. May, may your smoke be too tough. May your swag be too different. May your bitch be too bad in 2024. They don't kill you. <laughs>